The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood, join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever the mission, home or away, Enterprise helps over 120,000 people every day. With vans of all shapes and sizes, if you have a plan, Enterprise has a van. No matter if you need to rent for an hour, a day, a week or longer, Enterprise offers great rates for you or your business. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. I know, you, I know what you're thinking, it's not really happy, is it? I mean, we can't move. You can't move, but it's for your own good. And of course, not being able to move means you can listen to this podcast. So every cloud, no, there's no cloud in this scenario, is there? Uh, there's no hair either with Danny Murphy. He was alongside Jim White and Natalie Sawyer, and he was saying it's a good opportunity for the PFA to help lower league players in need at the moment. They don't do enough. They haven't done enough. And this is a wonderful op- an opportunity for them to give back. You know, they are a union for the players. So if there's any player in League One or Two who's going to have to take a cut, they could make up that cut quite comfortably. Where, where is the leadership of... <laughs> All of these organisations. I think with the Premier League's wealth and the FA's wealth and the PFA sitting on whatever they're sitting on, doing very little, I think the authorities have probably enough funds to sort this out without asking the players. That's not to say that players should be immune from contributing. The problem you've got with it is that where's the line? Where's the cut-off point for players who should contribute because they're wealthy men? Time now for a bit of Hawksby and Jacobs, where Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs, well, I mean, they just do stuff. I mean, no one really knows. Again, producer Tom hasn't written any words down of any interest. Well, he's written no words down other than just H and just three letters for me to tell you what's coming up next. Well, I can't. Let's find out, shall we? My eldest son is back at the moment, and he said, right, we're going to... He kept saying, we've got to do a Joe Wicks. He does the old Joe Wicks workouts a bit, so, because in a confined space. So I said, yeah, right, I'm up for that then. I, I, I took to the running machine, warmed up a bit, and then then I, I was Joe Wicks for 20 minutes. Man, that was a workout. Don't work out with a bloke who's about sort of 27. Very, very bad idea. Yeah, it was... Uh, I'm aching. I'm, I've just worked muscles. I mean, Joe would say, that's the idea, well, but I've worked it. muscles. I haven't worked for a very long time. Sumo squats... That seems to have caused me a bit of an issue. Working some muscle groups I haven't worked for a while. So, uh, anyway, I'm going back in. It's the seven-day sweat challenge. We're two days in, and uh, I'm aching like a what's-it. It looked uh, looked good to me. We'll crack on. I mean, you see, he was in a little while ago, Joe, on the show. Was was you in there? I was away. You were away. He was a lovely lad. And he's doing a little PE lesson for kids. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, uh, every morning. So he's doing a little for very young kids. 
again, they can work off some of the excess energy. Yeah, that's but, a very uh, good idea. Well done to him for yeah, that. They're very, they are very good. They're very easy to follow. And, um, yeah, we recommend them. Yeah, yeah you, you need chance. that sort of thing. I did like this line there. Sunday Times published a whole load of because, you know, you get the old British humour coming out. And this is the one that made me laugh the most. This was from a guy called At Iso Joe Jr. Not his real name. No, he's uh, obviously his Twitter handle. Yeah. And he says, uh, day two without sports. Found a young lady sitting on my couch. Apparently, she's my wife. She seems nice. Yeah. <laughs> There's been a few variations yeah, on yeah, that no, theme. It's good. There? Yeah, yeah. And uh, in, meanwhile, in Limassol, mm. um, some bloke is taking his dog for a walk by drone. Really? He's attached the lead to a drone. Oh. I mean, we would say don't try that at home because unless you're it's really... It's such a bad idea if the drone takes off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, unless you really know what you're doing with the drone. But uh, there's the picture, Andy, to prove it. Um, there's the bloke. He's a little kind of white... Um, sort of fluffy dog <laughs> attached to a drone being walked up and down the street. But yeah, say, only unfortunately, one. the drone is only about six feet. Well, it is at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's, this is the thing. Disaster. Well, the kids come in and somebody leans on the controller or something. Yeah, You've yeah. really got to know what you're doing. Time now to move back to Jim White's show and a new feature they've got on their show called the Danny Murphy Diaries. I've got a bit of it here actually. Uh, 17th of December 2000. Woke up. Didn't bother brushing my hair. I'll skip all that, skip all that. Uh, Liverpool went off to Old Trafford. A young Danny Murphy stepped up with a free kick, lucky one, to deliver Manchester United's first premiership, as it was back then, home defeat for two years. Uh, came off the field, first one out of the dressing room. Obviously, didn't need to wash my hair. Well, what a moment this would be for Liverpool to strike. Barnby leaves it. Murphy takes it. That's a great goal. Danny Murphy gives Liverpool the lead three minutes before half-time. It didn't matter how many times you play at Old Trafford, and it was a good ground for me, but it's, it is monstrous when you drive up. It's like... And then you walk out the tunnel in the corner. Yeah. And it just... The stand doesn't stop. You just keep <laughs> looking. It's like, whoa, here we are. This is proper. Proper game today. And you try and prep yourself and stay calm, but I was a bit nervous, if I'm honest. Um... And I didn't start the game very well. I'd given away a couple of balls. wasn't quite. It was. It was frenetic, but I wasn't quite at it. And uh, just slowly but surely built myself in. And um, there wasn't much chat before the game about the importance of beating them. Or there was just a quiet sense of determined passion, really, to get to to go out there and give a good performance. We knew that we had to play well and dig in. Because they were better generally, they had they had Beckham's goals, gigs, you know, Keane was playing. Yeah. So we knew we had to frustrate them, and they they didn't like that at the time, United. And we learned to do that more often. But in the game, the 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 free kick was strange because there's been a lot of nice words spoken about the free kick, but it was a pretty easy free kick. And I say that because Bartes was the wrong side. He'd lined his wall up centrally. He, the wall didn't cover one way or the other, really. Right. And and You were 20 yards out, weren't you? So did you think then, I fancy myself here with this. Where he stood and where the wall was, it, it was an, I knew I'd score. It was a pass. I didn't even have to hit it that hard. But I've got to thank Nick Barnby for that goal. Now, I'll tell you why. A couple of games before... Me and him had been taking free kicks between us. And uh, I'd hit the post a couple of times in games. And You know, when you're nearly there, nearly there. And we got one in the game at Old Trafford. Yeah. Just before that one. minute, A bit earlier in the game. And I didn't hit it well at all. If I remember correctly, I think I hit the wall. 
didn't get any. There was no confidence in it. It was, you know, I said I started badly in the game. That free kick was epitomised my starts of the game. So when we got the next one on the edge of the box, I thought, oh, Barmy's going to have this now, isn't he? And he said to me, "You've had a, you've had a sighter. You've had the foot. Take it." Mm. Yeah. I said, oh, lovely jubbly. Come on, then. <laughs> and then I put it down, and I, and, I, and I was like, where is the keeper? What is he doing? What was he doing? He's a bit mad, isn't he? he, he, got, he, he got, it's a bit flaky, he, wasn't it? He got disorientated because if he'd have lined his wall up more to the left, I'd have had to go over the wall. Yeah. More. And it was kind of, the wall was just not set properly. Mm. And he was the other side. So I just, if okay, I'm being a bit flippant. It's not easy just bending a ball into a, I mean, I've seen this goal a lot. It's a belter of a goal. You're playing it down. He made it easy for me to. He made to the, hit decision, the target. He made it. He made my decision easy. The technique was then down to me. Now, of course, uh, there was bad news yesterday. Nothing I could do about it. I don't know who keeps employing Max Rushton, but. He was on The Breakfast Show again. Alongside the wonderful Darren Bent. And they had Josh Butler, the England wicketkeeper, was talking to Max and Benty. And he was saying he's happy to play behind closed doors if the match is on TV. Playing in empty stadiums is very different to um, how you presume professional sport should be. And you love the atmosphere, you love the buzz that a crowd creates. Um, So I think that's a really tough question. But if, if it goes for... You know, a long time. I think that you know guys will be desperate to get back to playing. Um, and if it has to be behind closed doors and it can be televised, I think it will be um, a source for good. We'll be desperate to play again as well. You know, I think that's that's one of the great things about it as well. When you um, you realise just how much you miss it, how lucky we are to to play sport for a living. So hopefully, in the in the near future, um, it can um, come back. And and I think it, all of us will sort of really um, appreciate just how much. Time now to check in with uh, the drive boys, Adrian Durham and Darren Goff. They had Josh Warrington, the featherweight world champion. He was picking his four, not his five or his ten, his four most influential Leeds footballers. Oh, straight away, Lucas Lucas Wadibe, Billy Bremner, um, Mark Vidilka and of recent times Jermaine Beckford. Um, Jermaine, oh, he'll love that. Jermaine will love that you've said. That. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I'm quite lucky to become, uh, become quite pally with Jermaine, and you know, listen, I've got his phone number and that. And I have to remind him that you know, back in the day when he scored that uh, that, that goal at, um, at Old Trafford when we beat mm. him famously one 0 in FA Cup, I had a little bet on that. And at the time, I was Did only you? an apprentice dental technician, and it was only a couple of quid, but I had one nil on. And that, that gives me enough money to fuel my car for the rest of the month. So I was actually buzzing with that. So he's your hero because of that? <laughs> well, not just because of that. He, he, he gave us some glory days and that, he, he, was, he scored the winner to get us promoted again uh, from League One. You're listening to TalkSport Daily and this is Jason Cundy. Now we're sort of halfway through the podcast. Oh, you've not mentioned me yet. No, I've not mentioned you. I'm just about to... Well, get me a little plug. I'm going to now, Dan. It's... Uh, Danny Kelly in the press box with uh, Katie Price's ex-husband Simon Jordan and Sean Custis. 
I think football looks very different. I mean, it used was it Skinner and Badil who used to do old yeah. football was yeah. was crap or whatever it was, <laughs> whatever it was, and. And you watch the '66 World Cup final, and brilliant players though they were, everybody seemed to have lots of space, lots of space to work in. I just oh, wanted, it's so slow, isn't it? I just it? wondered, Simon, in boxing, do you think you say the same things like a fight from say the '70s compared to a fight now? Are they much fitter? Did they do they punch harder? Did they, is there such a contrast? If you look at the, the '70s and you imagine the 15 round fights that Ali fought mm. with Joe Frazier or George Foreman and Ernie Shavers and whoever else, and you look at the brutality and the nature of the endurance that they had to go through, but perhaps an element of despite the fact that Ali was the the precursor to the modern day boxer being able to move and fight, you look at the the differences in the sports and how it's changed. But if we go to the, the biggest sport of all, which is football, I just think it's a fascinating... You know, Sky's done this very well over the years. The football years on their Sky platform have always found me intrigued when you look back and you've got in your mind's eye a memory of how it looked and how games that you would have seen firsthand looked at the time. And now you're looking at the football world for a completely different spectrum because players have changed, the, the way that cameras are set up and the 360-degree access that you get is very different to work what we saw 28 years ago when Sky landed and started to broadcast in a certain way. So I think it actually is a, is a wonderful thing about sport that it has this enviable back catalogue that enables us to to indulge ourselves in seeing what went, what once went before and remembering it and seeing you know I look back on the 1990 semi final with Crystal Palace playing mm. Liverpool after being beaten nine nil earlier on in the season you know and some of those players that played in that 1990 team ended up working for me. 10 years later, Ray Houghton being one of the cases in point and being able to go back and have discussions with those sort of people at different times in my life has been an intrigue to me. But I just think there's such a body of of material that can be used to create a whole raft of different discussions and compare and contrast will inevitably be the one that comes out of the nostalgia movement now because ultimately people will always say, was Pele a better player than Maradona? Was Maradona a better player than Lionel Messi? And could they have played on a windy evening at Tuesday, uh, Tuesday <laughs> at the Britannia Stadium? And all that sort of stuff. <laughs> Gary Player was due to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom on Monday. However, of course, as expected, the ceremony has been postponed due to the coronavirus situation. But he still had time to sit down with TalkSport's very own voice of golf, Bob Bobka. All right, I'm going to give you an opportunity to uh, construct the greatest foursome in history. What names would Gary Player use? I'd take Winston Churchill. I'd take uh, Gandhi. I'd take Mother Teresa and Nelson Mandela. Well, I know if I was playing, I'd want Mother Teresa as my partner. <laughs> <laughs> You know, if you got sick, she'd look after you for nothing. <laughs> and last, but by no, by no means least, of course, it's the best bits of Andy Goldstein's Sports One Monday to Thursday from 10pm. I'll leave it up to you whether or not these are the best bits. I mean, I don't know what's going on. We haven't done the show yet. And, of course, there's no football to talk about. But these are what Tom, our producer, considered to be the best bits. Cristiano Ronaldo scored more La Liga hat-tricks at Real Madrid than his former club Man United have scored Premier League hat-tricks overall since 1992. 
In fact, the only Premier League clubs who have scored more league hat-tricks in that time are Arsenal and Liverpool. There's just too many words. You lost me. I I didn't get it. How many hat-tricks is that? How many hat-tricks has he scored? La Liga hat-tricks? He scored 34. And um, the only only Premier League clubs to have scored more than that since 92 are Arsenal and Liverpool. There's just too many words in it. I didn't get that at all. You lost me. His numbers are truly ridiculous. I mean, Jay gets it, which is is worrying for you. (laughs) Phil, Phil, listen. If I ever hear you ad-lib again, you'll be out. All right? Remember that, chinny boy. <laughs> chinny boy, why didn't we see his chin when he first started working? Because it's the angle. I don't think it exists. I think, I'm hoping it's just the angle. Maybe it's have the you illness. Built, have, you, have you noticed, so just in case people are wondering what we're talking about, in the afternoon, usually after Boris has had his little chat, we do a four-way FaceTime, we talk about the show, mm-hmm. and we've noticed that Billy's chin is massive. It's quite bizarre. <laughs> when, when you look at yourself in that image, do you go, oh my God, my chin's a bit big? Uh, <laughs> um... No, I don't actually. I'm looking in the mirror now. Now, now. Are you? <laughs> oh yeah, I know what you mean. Actually, <laughs> it's the angle, Bill. You've, you've changed the angle. Don't ever FaceTime your girlfriend with that. She'll, uh, she'll, <laughs> honestly, you may lose her, mate, with that. Okay, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah, go on there, next one. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is one of only two players, along with Zlatan Ibrahimovic, to have scored a goal in every single minute of an official football match, one to ninety. No, I did. I did know that, Jay, but yeah. I didn't know that Zlatan's done it as well. Did you? Do you know what Zlatan's only done it quite recently? Didn't he? I do think it? so. Did yeah. he do it at United? I think he did. I and Lionel a... Messi is two minutes behind. I think he's got two minutes to fill. What are the two? Do you know? I know one is the second minute. I think. You're making this. I don't up, know the other. You're making it. Just, just guess. I'll ask you again. Do you know what the minutes are, Bill? Yeah, they're the second and thirty-fifth. Convincing liar there, Bill. Excellent. Yeah. That was very good. Both first half goals he needs. I know. Interesting. Uh, all right, Bill, Cheers, um, Bill. Are you prepared? Are you ready for lockdown? I think I'm. I think I'm back in tomorrow, as far as I know. But, uh, uh, I'll check that. Uh, yeah, I will. I don't yeah, think you're an essential part of the country. I don't think Boris is going. Well, who's that meant to be? Who's that? Well, we did what you did there. He did Prince Charles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it for another podcast, you think? Yeah, good work, everyone. Um, let me just tell you that the um, podcast can be heard free if you want to download some previous ones. Why you do that, I don't... Maybe maybe your mate's on it and he... Oh, you must listen to it. And you went, I can't, I've missed it. And he's going, you can go back. Oh, I don't know where. I don't know why you're talking like that, but people have got so much time on their hands at the moment. Maybe you do. And if you do, go to Acast, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Before I go, let me tell you about live sport. There can't be any live sport. No, there is. On TalkSport 2, live coverage of every race from the meets in Ireland this week. Seven races per day. What? Between 2pm and 5pm. Would you believe it? That's it. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, Make sure you listen to tomorrow's one. Um, I'll be back tonight from 10pm. When I say tomorrow's, I mean tonight's because now it's Tuesday. Anyway, you understand where we're going with this one. I have to go because I'm recording this before 10 o'clock last night. And uh, I need to stop talking so I can do my show that was on last night. I can do that now that was on. And you heard best bits of it. And so it obviously happened because you heard some bits of it in this pop. Anyways, it's a bit like Back to the Future. I don't really know what's going on anymore. But um, thanks for listening. Try and have a good day. Be safe, everyone. Be safe. 
That was a podcast from TalkSport. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. The Men's Room, a talk sport podcast in partnership with Toolstation. From masculinity to mental health, friendship to fatherhood. Join Tom Skinner and Neil Razor Ruddock for the podcast that gets to the nuts and bolts of what it really means to be a man. Listen and follow now via your preferred podcast portal. The Men's Room, in partnership with Toolstation. Save 5% on everything you need for a whole month with the new Toolstation Club. Join today online, in-store or via the app.